I think you just really like your calves and you've tried to formulate a question uh, to be able to speak about your own calves on the show and you couldn't think of anything else. So that's why you've asked the question. What we do here is go back, 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 back. episode of the Bros and Brews podcast. Today we are bringing you the weekly brew, week 7, uh, on the 12th of August. We're currently recording this at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And uh, we're here to bring you just another one of these beautiful little radio show tidbits that, that we are, I, I think, absolutely loving this season, the way that we've switched it around. And uh, it's just a lovely way for us to, once again, catch up, talk about what's going on, a little bits and bobs of the week to bring to you just to you know just to keep some interest in your lives throughout your you know your daily travels to work maybe your walks to work your walks to the shop whatever you're doing in your in your lovely 2021 bubble of of where we are in this current situation in this world welcome uh and yeah i will i guess we'll just go straight into brulette because we like to have a beer on the show, and Brulette is our outlet to be able to do that. And basically, what we've been doing over the past 15 weeks, this is week 15 of Brulette, is, uh, yeah, we, we go and buy a beer, and in the hopes that we buy the same beer, respectively, James is in Wellington, I am in Auckland, so it makes it even that much harder. Um, and I must say, over the this being 15 weeks, over the past 14 weeks, we've only successfully gotten the same style of beer twice before um so no big results no massive results yet uh but there's 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 plenty of time there's plenty of time out there isn't there there's been lots Um, of crossover you would think we when i just collated the list of the last 14 weeks and i look at i say oh yeah this style this style this style this style i know you've been drinking the same style it's just hard to get it down on the same week on the same week yeah exactly yeah well hey look week 15 let's start it off on the count of three we'll say our style one, two, three. Hazy sour. pale ale. You and your sours at the moment. What are you doing? <laughs> I thought you'd buy one because you knew I'd been doing so many in a yeah, row. You have. You have. Oh, I no, stood nice. there and I was like, you know what? I think he'll. I think he'll understand what i bring up anyway you buy as many hazes as i buy yeah I, it's true we're the past i would what three or out of the f- past five weeks i think three of them have been respective sour hazy combinations um <sighs> but if next oh, week well, i do a hazy you'll do a sour i'll do a sour we're not allowed to talk about it we're not allowed to no. you know this is this is table talk right now but anyway another anyway. week in the can tell me what you're drinking I am drinking uh, another Urbanaut, another oh, Urbanaut yeah. brought. I remember I had an Urbanaut uh, quite a while ago, um, and it's called Juno, this Urbanaut, Urbanaut Juno, and it's a hazy pale ale. Mm. What Urbanaut, are you drinking? Based in Auckland. I don't think I've seen that many of their cans in Wellington, so... Ah, uh, sad. So I, they de- definitely had them, because I can picture yes. them in my head. But I don't know how many singles there are. Uh, I'm drinking a juice head sour this week. Now, another Ooh. moment where I've been like, have we done this before? Um, because, you know, we've done we've both had juice head yes. cans before. Yes. But I don't think we've done their sour, uh, which is called Mind Funk. Ooh. Uh, yeah, tropical sour ale. And I just thought, you know what? I've just been smashing sours and attempting to find the greatest sour available to man and... I, I thought maybe you would jump on the sour train, but that's well, okay. See, I, I jumped on the 330 mil can train. You and me both, so, bro. Yeah. Ah, well, respect to beers. Crack respect. it open and we can cheers. <sighs> lovely, lovely clean opening. Not a single splash. Uh, cheers to you, sir. Cheers. Mm, that's nice. That's really nice. Um, again, Ooh. mango, passion fruit, nectarine. In the way that I think most sort of sours describe themselves, that's really good. That may well, early predictions may well be the best sour we've had on Brulette. Ooh, and you gave your last sour quite a high rating, didn't I you? did. Oh, that's really Ooh. good. <laughs> nice. Um, Yeah, mine is, it's only, uh, I say only a 2.5. 
but it's a it's a hazy pale ale. So I know we talked about a few episodes ago how we, we weren't going to like buy straight up pale ales, um, but the way that Urbanaut kind of talks about this is yeah, it's uh, you know juicy juicy hazy um but with the pale ale in the sense of it's only 2.5 standards so it's not that strong um but yeah getting quite a lot of like tropical notes and stuff over you know the less kind of hoppy beers i've been having lately and i gotta say it's actually quite a a refreshing change um from what i've been usually doing mm. so i think i i will enjoy this over the over this course it might be a, a cumulative high scored week you know, when we get to a certain point, we need to collate the data and see what our my average score is, what your average score is, mm. what the mm. best IPA has been, what the best sour has been, what the best week was, you know, the best average score between our two versus the worst week we've had. M- many exciting data and statistical things to come. So, you know, if you're not, if you're not tuning in every week for, for anything else, <laughs> tune, in, <laughs> tune in for that. Um, First five minutes. Cheers to you, though, man. Um, no, cheers to you, you, man. Been since we last spoke on the show. Yeah, I've been really good. I've been really well, um, which is a big trend in my life at the moment, which is nice, obviously. Um, but yeah, I gotta say, I'm getting tired. Uh, but it's a good tired, um, just in the sense of making the show, man. Making a show is um, tiring work, uh, especially when it comes to devising because, you know, all the material is just coming from, you know, your head or external resources and things like that. You're, you're making it up as you go. So for me, that is quite kind of, you know, mentally exhausting, but in a really fun way. There wouldn't there wouldn't be any other way that I'd, I'd really want to do it, obviously, because it's devising. Um, but yeah, on Saturday, uh, we had a photo shoot, uh, Mm. for the show itself and it was really cool. Basement basically get, they, they go in seasons, right? So we're a part of their spring season at Basement and they get all of their shows, um, that are happening during that season and they just go, they get one day and they get one photographer and they just go back to back with all of the shows doing their photos for posters and things. Um, which is, I thought was a really beautiful way of doing it. So we got there and, you know, one group was getting their photos done and then we switched out. We went in, got our photos done and then another one came in after us. So I thought it was really efficient and really cool the way that they do that. Um, and we got some really cool shots, you know, material for posters, materials for other things, you know, potential like, you know, your Facebook profile picture change and all of that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, it was really successful and yeah, we had rehearsals uh, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and yeah, it's uh, it's all it's all going on. It's scary. It's less than I think it's about six weeks away, and I've got to say, like we've got a show, but we don't actually have a show. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we're kind of all. It, it's weird knowing that it's so close, but I'm not worried or I'm not scared. You know, I'm really confident that we're going to have a show. Uh, when it comes to it it's just um we've just got to filter through all of the material now and and get it all together so yeah my mind has really been on that um over over the past week and will continue being until i until i put it on stage um so good tired little mentally drained but but good nice that's what we like to hear creative creative drain is is good when it's not pushed too far and you know six weeks is heaps of time you'll get yeah, to the two weeks out and you'll be like like we we have nothing because that's always <laughs> the way and then it will always come together and rave reviews second season hey. you know, spin-off show Ooh. all of it all to come yeah 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 well we've actually um we've actually started a boosted campaign um as well just to give us a bit of help and stuff um look to be honest it's actually been really successful we've had it up for a week and we've already made target on that boosted campaign so that's really nice for us as creatives in the sense of like our community around us like our tight knit community and you know us parents and friends have really helped us get over the line and it means for us now that we can really be a bit more ambitious with things that we wanted to do um and yeah there is the potential of you know if it goes well we would like to potentially bring it down to wellington at some point um, but that's the next stage. Let's uh, let's make a show first. But, uh, yeah, I was gonna say, make a show first. <laughs> yeah, but it no, but it is nice. It is you know discussions that we've been talking about. You know, is there a potential of making the show bigger 
and and taking it somewhere else, which is really nice. Um, but anyway, anyway, there's enough about me. That's enough about me. How 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 are you? Yeah, pretty good. Um, very feeling very hairy at the moment. Um, sporting probably the longest beard I've had since yeah. lockdown. Yeah. Um, and that's, <laughs> I'm loving it to be honest. That's me. I'm loving it. Well, it's just because the uh, the guard on my uh, beard trimmer broke on the the <laughs> soaking Saturday, as we have not been calling it until just then. <laughs> until uh, now. But yeah, disaster Saturday, soaking Saturday. One of the many things that went wrong was the, uh, the my beard trimmer and fell off the dryer, which was drying towels and cracked the the beard comb. Um, and I bought a replacement some a long time ago. Can't find the replacement because that went missing somewhere in the move. So yeah, I'm faced with either keeping keeping it growing or going all the way down to baby face. And I thought, oh, it's winter. I'll just keep it growing for a little bit. Um, and man, I just I struggle away. I just find Do my you? face feels so unclean and sort of oh. itchy. And I know you yeah. have to get sort of past a certain certain threshold. Yeah. Um, so I'm trying. I'm trying. But I've just, just been told by uh, by someone at Salon Suppliers in Wellington that they have my beard combs in. So we'll see how long it lasts. <laughs> uh, but outside of uh, facial hair, generally generally pretty well. Um, I've done a, a bit of bit of work in the acting role play world the last few weeks uh for the company that i work for that supplies actors to institutions who need actors for role playing and situational stuff um yeah last friday and this monday i was at the hospital working with fourth year university of otago students uh doing uh, a range of stuff some of it was exam based some of it wasn't um, but it's just really, it's such an eye-opening experience to go in and be, I guess, a body for medical students who are training and studying to become doctors. Yeah. And you just realize where they are in that journey and how they just don't mm-hmm. know a bunch of stuff. And most of them are only 21, 22, and they're like halfway halfway through this initial stage of training and you just think, Oh my God, you're the next wave of doctors. Not in a, not in a bad way, but you, <laughs> just, realize, you just realize how young, how young these people are. Yeah, and I yeah, give them yeah, yeah. You know, so much respect for going down, uh, that profession. Uh, you know, I think we've clearly seen in the last year or so, how much of a strain the the health systems under the DHBs and nurses and yeah, so massive credits then, but just never actually having had a close friend studying to be a doctor or studying to be a nurse. I've never really had any understanding of what, what that's like, but you really see it when you're sitting in an office, getting your blood pressure taken 18 times over the course of two hours and seeing how nervous all these, these people are. And yeah, I just, that, that's been something that's been really on my mind at the moment. And mm. yeah, mm. maybe one day in the, the future, I'll go into some, some more depths about the, the things I've learned and not about students necessarily. I wouldn't, you know, breach of privacy but but about you know i've learned some fascinating stuff about the human body man like i've done this abdomen workshop 10 times now where i've had my my abdomen kind of be used as the 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 demo for them to be like check how long the the liver is and blot the kidneys and man i could tell you some things about the abdomen now um and your abdomen in particular well my abdomen but also you know (laughs) Did you know that the liver is shaped like a triangle? Probably not. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. All this like f- a like a acute triangle. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why it's uh, why it's difficult to to find because it's thin at one end and really thick at the other end. Anyway, oh. that's just that's just a little tease for nice. James's like medical info. But yeah, it's been been good fun and. I don't know. It's kind of nice to interact with a completely different area of, of study. Uh, True. Yeah. So Friday, Monday, that was, you know, I was like, oh, working back at the hospital again. Um, yeah. And other than that, pretty good. Obviously, the uh, the Olympics has has finished, which feels Come like a big close. big stage in, in our life. We promised, know, we, wouldn't, we promised we wouldn't talk about it, but I did say to Matt, he is allowed to uh, to finally give a final final summary of the New Zealand uh, medal tally which perhaps I'll let you do right now 
Thank you, thank you. So yeah, last week we kind of kept off where we were on uh, on the Thursday, and there was obviously a few more days of uh, competition. The Olympics finished on the Sunday, just gone. And uh, yeah, look, New Zealand managed to get across the line over a few more things. Uh, Lydia Ko, um, she pulled herself through over four rounds. She started at the back quite early in round one, um, but she pulled her all the way back on round four, and she got herself into uh, a tee-off or a putt-off um, for silver. Unfortunately, she lost that, so she got the bronze, um, which I think is, I mean, still an amazing feat. She got silver in Rio, um, but to the fact that she, you know, medaled again um, in golf is amazing. I mean, she's the only New Zealander to do that um, for us. Um, so another bronze to the tally, and then two more silver medals uh, in our cycling. Uh, we got the men's Omnium, Campbell Stewart got the silver, and then the women's Karen, um, Elise Andrews, got a silver as well. Um, and they were our last medals for the Olympics. So overall, New Zealand uh, finished with seven golds, six silvers, and seven bronze, uh, finishing in rank 13th overall at the 2020 Tokyo Olympics. Um, it is our most successful medal tally uh, with 20 medals over an Olympics, so most successful new, for New Zealand. However, it's not our most successful uh you know, ranking in the sense that the Olympics rank it with gold medals, right? Um, where in LA 84, we got eight gold medals. So we got pipped out by one gold medal um, for our highest uh, ranking at the Olympics. But uh, highest medal tally overall, which is a very, I think, New Zealand Olympic committee and team and stuff, will, you know, would be very happy with that overall. And across the amount of, um, across the amount of different sports as well, uh, that the medals came in and, and new medals for New Zealand as well. And um, yeah, so overall, a very successful Olympics, I think, uh, all around. You know, lucky, you know, Tokyo got through it. So it'll be interesting to see um, how the Paralympics go for them next. Um, but I think overall, uh, yeah, countries did the, the best that they could um, under the circumstances. I got to say, though, I got to mention, I watched the marathon on the Sunday. And they had moved the marathon out of Tokyo because they were like, oh, it's too hot in, in there. So they moved it out to a suburb or a different city or town, I can't remember. And they moved it there. And once the cloud cover had gone in the morning, it was one of the hottest days that they could have possibly have raced the marathon in. And they, it was, it was people were dropping you know 30 minutes into the marathon like you know barely anything and it was just so hot um but that was a really interesting race to watch even though it is a marathon and you're watching people run for hours uh it was still very interesting <laughs> but overall uh, uh, my my tally and, and and conclusion of the olympic games is very successful in new zealand and very entertaining overall so well done everyone hmm. um yeah it's funny how you have this i I was uh, catching up with a friend yesterday and I realized that I hadn't seen him for the whole time that the Olympics had been on. And it f feels like such a strange <laughs> amount of time. Yeah. Uh, you know, when I last saw you, none of this had happened. And, um, but yeah, I did want to briefly you know, uh, summarize the Olympics because, you know, on this show we've been, you know, pretty positive of people that are sports minded and, and we get invested in the, the Olympics. Um, but, uh, you know, there have also been aspects of the Olympics that have, you know, not been quite so rosy. Whether you look at the uh, impact on on public health in Japan, you know, yeah. the COVID situation over there. Yeah. Uh, if you look at the uh, mental health of certain as uh, athletes that have been over there, you know, we we talked about Simone Biles and some of the other the other athletes who've struggled since being over there and. You know, over the last uh, couple of days, there, there's been, you know, something that's happened in New Zealand in terms of uh, high performance sport, uh, in particular the the really, really just tragic death of Olivia Podmore, who was a New Zealand uh, professional racing cyclist. Uh, she'd competed for us at the 2016 uh, Summer Olympics and the 2018 Commonwealth Gold uh, Commonwealth Games. She was not selected by the New Zealand Olympic Committee to uh, be part of the squad for the 2020 Games, uh, despite reaching the qualification criteria for the events that she wanted to race in. 
um, and you know we it wouldn't be responsible for us to go into the specific you know nature of Olivia Podmore's death uh, you know that's still yet to be confirmed but in the last few days there have been some you know serious conversations about uh, high performance sport the pressures of high performance sport the struggles that people in that uh, era of the world you know people who compete in that sort of career line really really struggle with and obviously in the past man i have made really clear that you know talking about mental health in new zealand is something that we're really passionate about and it wouldn't feel right to not mention that on this episode in relation to the olympics um as i said like i'm not gonna go into specifics but just to recognize that uh olivia podmore's passing is incredibly sad and that is an example of the mental health toll within professional sports that has not been addressed enough, needs to be addressed more, both in New Zealand and internationally, and we hope is going to kind of continue to come uh, under under scrutiny. Because, um, yeah, it's just obviously incredibly, incredibly sad. And, you know, if you are going to look at the positive event, the positive aspects of, of a massive event like the Olympics, you also have to look at the, uh, the associated costs be mm. it financial be it uh you know emotional toll to athletes that sort of thing um and that you know obviously i'll give you a chance to, to speak about that if, if you want to but i wanted to take that into something that's happening this weekend in wellington if you are a wellingtonian uh one of the barbers at the barbershop that i work at aussie has organized this incredible event uh that's taking place at Nine Eye School Hall this Saturday, uh, the 14th of August from 2pm to 4pm. Um, it's basically an event where Aussies organised barbers from all across the Greater Wellington region to come and give up their time and essentially give people haircuts for free in the sense that the barbers are taking no money for their haircuts themselves. Uh, but if you want to come and get a haircut, you then have the option to donate however much money you want to for the haircut and the barber's time uh, and all the proceeds go to the Mental Health Foundation, which I know having spoken to Aussie a lot about it has taken so much of his time to organise and it's not just him, it's all the barbers that are giving up their time and also all the volunteers that are being part of the uh, the event as a whole. But that's happening this Saturday in Wellington. Uh, whether you want to come and get a haircut or if you want to just come and be a part of the event it's something that's uh, happening for the mental health uh, foundation so i wanted to give that a little a little bit of a shout out because uh, yeah if you listen to this on friday and you live in wellington if you've got nothing better to do on saturday afternoon come out to to nine uh, i think i'm gonna be on the sausage sizzle i think is my job hey. Aussie keeps changing what i'm gonna be doing but <laughs> at this stage i'm cooking 500 sausages uh on saturday <laughs> but yeah yeah we wanted to obviously talk about uh, mental health uh, whenever it, whenever it pops up and other things that we're we're mm. discussing so yeah I wanted to make sure we address that on today's episode yeah man yeah man amen oh, d- d- f- for sure and I think that's a beautiful thing as well there's something beautiful about like barbers in general and going getting a haircut and you know that culture and what you know what that really does for a person whether you're just sitting there and it's a bit of you know self-image but a bit of therapy in that sense or you really are having a talk with someone in a chat in a chair um so i yeah i absolutely love that and respect that so i hope that event really goes down like a treat sorry i can't be there obviously okay. um, but yeah i really hope it um can impact a lot of people in a lot of different ways um but yeah like yeah but uh, look you you pretty much said it all man um in in terms of of you know mental health and this current sporting climate and everything and uh, uh, look as as you know sad and terrible it is to hear and and see it's nice to actually hear about it and and hear it being spoken and these these athletes um coming out and talking about mental health um on on the world stage um, needs to happen because um, these people aren't invincible um, and you know it's it's sad when you know um, you do you you hear about people that have yeah unfortunately not with us anymore uh, as a as a result of it so yeah we uh, we we give all our blessings and um, to everyone who is you know going through anything at the moment um, but just remember that there are plenty of plenty of people around you that are going through the same and plenty of people that are willing to hear and, and talk with you 
um, and plenty of helplines that are that will do the same as well. So um, yeah, we're always we're always gonna we're always gonna talk about it. We always want to hear it because I think that's the best thing that we could possibly do is get rid of this taboo and you know this bad nature of of mental health and and suicide and all of these different types of things. I think the more we the more we normalize it and the more we talk about it and and, and understand people for these feelings, um, the more that we can we can really help and and appreciate where these people are in their lives. Um, so yeah, no. So thank you very much, James, for bringing all of that up. Um, we continue on. We mow on with the weekly brew seven. Um, bit of a switch up now as I uh, as I as I ask you a very random question um, away from absolutely everything that has been talked about so far. And my question to you, <laughs> my question to you is: if you could eat one body part of yourself what would it be like if there is there one part on your body where you just go man yum and you just want to you just want to dig in good lord now look you can take it however way you want to take it you know (laughs) no i'm not taking it any any way that you're implying i'm i'm god what made you ask this question wow definitely the weirdest question we've ever had on the show i agree and it 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 comes off you know look my show is very weird and what we are trying to discover and talk about and this is one of the questions that came out of my brain uh during a bit of a write down session and i thought that's a pretty random question so yeah if there's any part of your body that uh you would like to eat which part would it be i mean i'm i'm gonna give you an answer because that's always what we've done we've never had a a non a non answer to anything um i don't know i'd probably just go a forearm i feel like forearm forearm is the the most easily biteable part of your body true yeah i think that's probably the part of most people's body that they have bit the most maybe other than their you know fingers and hands other than that the forearm um yeah I guess if I if I had to, it's probably a mixture of muscle and, and fat. You've asked me the question, that's my answer. <laughs> Love it. Nice. Nice. What about you, Mr. Um, Mr. Saw Nine? <laughs> my uh my answer is my calf. And look, don't ask me the logistics of having to cut off my calf and how I live beyond that point of eating my calf. But there is just, I idolize, I love my, I love my calves. I really do. And there's just a big part of me that just has this like undying little sensation of just really wanting to rip into my calf with my teeth. Um, And that is the part of my body that I would love to absolutely just sink my teeth into would be my calf muscle. Man, we're going to have to put some weird hashtags on this episode. Um, Obviously, (laughs) we don't don't encourage anyone, anyone to... uh, cannibalism bite, yeah to bite themselves um <laughs> but you know that feeling though right have you do you ever get that feeling of just wanting to just like just argh, just just bite like like a like someone not a fruit or just like yeah but not myself okay well i was trying to make it a little bit more pg <laughs> if you could no, eat the not, body part I, of anyone else what no would you i mean it's not, it's not sexual at all but but I think that that instinct to like to to bite Urgh. is not is not a self directed instinct. I think you just really like your calves, and you've tried to formulate <laughs> a question uh, to be able to speak about your own calves on the show, and you couldn't think of anything else. So that's why you've asked the question. So let's honour that. Uh, Matt has really nice calves. Everyone, uh, if you ever get a chance, check them out. Have a look. Uh, maybe flick him a. a DM and ask him for a picture if, if you're interested. That's what's at the, 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 the crux of this question. But but you know, we're here to, to share the things that are that are important to us and, and if your calves are important to you, it's okay that this is the way that you've brought them to the show. Thanks, bro. Thanks for I I, re- I really feel heard. <laughs> Good. But we're not gonna talk about it anymore because honestly I'm a little bit weirded out. And that's okay. <laughs> that's okay um but i'm not going to indulge your your self-garf interest any longer than we need to um fine carry on 
what, what are you watching, man? What what's been what's been on your screen in the last week, the last couple of weeks? Uh, I've certainly got a, a couple of things to share, but but I thought I'd I'd ask you first, and amongst your your rehearsals and downtime, anything new that you've been watching? Yes, 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 yes. I got to the movies. I went Ooh, to the nice. movies. Uh, I went and saw the Suicide Squad. Oh, yes. Very confusing for people like yep. myself who are not yep. not such you know, in-depth, uh, I don't want to say superhero movie people. But yes, c- confusing yep. to those of us who aren't super, super in tune with both Marvel and DC at all times. Mm. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, look, all I... Oh, excuse me, little little bear burp coming up there. Oh, excuse me. Um, I would uh, say if you've seen if you've seen Suicide Squad, the first one that was done, sweet. Um, f- just forget about that when you watch the second one. Uh, the second one isn't necessarily a prequel, a sequel, uh, a redoing. It, it really I the way that they start the movie and kind of treat the movie it's it's really its own standalone thing they don't really reference the last one or anything like that obviously some um people are replaying the same characters in in the suicide squad um but yeah look uh, i i thought it was a, a romp of a time uh james gunn uh directed it he's the director of guardians of the galaxy things like that um and yeah this was during his whole like uh disney firing Disney fired him and Warner Bros DC were like we'll have you for Suicide Squad and he was like yes um so yeah he went and did this this movie and look it's a lot of fun it's a lot of fun it's uh like really cool characters um I thought it was some great acting as well the kind of chemistry between like um characters and actors were really well done um big spectacle of a time you know great fight scenes and shooting and guns and all of that kind of stuff um so if you enjoy that if you enjoy those action you know superhero kind of movies sweet um but you know if you're looking for a lot of substance there's not a lot in this movie um but still very enjoyable and i I really did enjoy it and i enjoyed it better than the suicide squad better than the last one we had so if that's anything to go off then i would say watch this one um so yep thumbs up from me suicide squad nice nice um on my netflix adventures i uh i got into the show a few years ago it's had uh, the third season just like just came out on netflix and i binged it all yesterday like i been i watched the whole season and it's called car masters uh rust to riches and it's basically this like small garage in california um and they basically that the the whole shtick of them is that they they buy cars do them up trade them for different cars so they can then do up that car which is then they're going to sell for three figures so their their whole thing is trying to find the big car that's going to give them the payday and doing small little bits in between to trade cars and all of this like in this last season they traded one car for eighty five thousand dollars and five different scrap cars that they could then redo and go on to other projects and things. So I really, I really like how that show is set up in the sense of like, they're always kind of like one step ahead. And some of their builds are absolutely like beautiful. It, it, you know, it's your kind of like West coast customs kind of vibe, you know, they really have their own style and kind of thing. And it's, uh, I really enjoy it. It's cheesy and it's, you know, there's all that kind of reality kind of show to it. Um, but I, I like it for that reason. So, Car Masters, Rust to Riches, very much enjoy if you like your cars. Um, and then <laughs> my last very random show that Morgan put on the other night because we just didn't know what to watch uh, is Cooking with Paris. Ah, classic. Fran's been watching that. Has she? Yeah. I, uh, I, I watched, <laughs> I remember I watched the first episode and my mouth was open the whole time because I was really just trying to figure out like, the vibe of the show and is it satirical or not or is it eh. and honestly by the second third episode i was so invested in her <laughs> i was i was like, 
I was like, oh yeah, oh oh, I didn't think, oh yeah. I, I, it, honestly, it's so funny seeing where Paris Hilton is now and her doing something like this. But the way she presents herself with the show is very mystical and childlike, and you know, whimsical kind of thing. And it is it is quite interesting watching a very grown posh woman kind of go down this vibe. But like I said, by the second, third episode, I was invested in her. So I will continue watching that season. Cooking with Paris, if you want a bit of downhearted, light cooking fun in the background where you really don't have to use any brain cells, Cooking with Paris. What an interesting trio of recommendations. Uh, I'm not yes, sure we've very, ever had such a... It's been a very random a, week. Not sure we've, we've had ever such a a cross section of, of television and screen, but that's great. That's the point of what you're watching is to yep. present many options to all kinds of audiences. So thank you for sharing those. Thank you. Uh, thank you nice listening. to hear a review of the suicide squad because I have been watching the trailers and, you know, with all the, the DC remakes and different cuts and, you know, I'll admit it has been confusing. So it's good to hear that it is its own, you know, it, it is its own product and potentially worth watching. Yeah. Um, the other two, uh, the, honestly, you, the, the premise of the car show sounds really interesting. It is, it is cool. And the cooking with Paris would just never happen. A, because Fran's halfway through it and B, just cause I'm of all the cooking shows. Yeah. I don't yeah, think yeah, I yeah, could, yeah. I could bring myself <laughs> to watch that. Fair um, enough. But thank you. Uh, I have a couple of things welcome. to share. Not three, yeah, what are you watching? Two. What are you doing? Uh, ongoing is, uh, for the first time ever. I am currently watching Lord of the Rings, the extended editions. Oh, I have never watched the extended editions before. Um, I don't know when the last time I watched any of the Lord of the Rings films were probably at least a couple of years. Didn't we try to start watching them that one time? That one time we did. And we didn't, we were trying to do a marathon of the theatrical cut. So not the extended editions. And stupidly, we didn't start until the afternoon. Yeah, and we only got halfway through the second one or something, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, that was a massive <laughs> fail. Uh, it was a fail. <laughs> and that's okay. But, yeah, extended editions. Uh, at some point, Fran was just like, let's watch Lord of the Rings. I was like, okay, we're doing extended editions. And you know what? It's been really nice because I feel like a three, two and a half, three hour movie, you feel like you need to watch all the way through. But mm. as soon as it crosses the three and a half hour threshold, it sort of becomes something different. And so we've begun been watching it an hour an hour and a half chunks so we haven't watched a whole movie in one sitting yeah, 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 yeah. i think we we watched uh two-thirds of the fellowship and then on another night we finished it currently we're two-thirds into the two towers and it's really nice to not feel the pressure to watch the whole mm. thing at once and i like that sort of look at the i don't know what it is altogether presumably close to 10 hours the whole lord of the rings trilogy in its extended form it's kind of just a 10 hour, I guess, Netflix show and watch yeah. it in whatever chunks you want. So that's been, mm. been really enjoyable to rewatch it, uh, as a great, uh, sort of singular narrative rather than three films. And the other thing is just all the, the little extra bits that are in the extended editions. They do feel new. It does feel like there's extra stuff in there. I know there are people that swear by the extended editions. You've got to only watch the extended editions and, well, those people piss me off sometimes. I can see what they mean. <laughs> there, there is extra dialogue, quite a lot of. There is a lot of extra laughs in the extended edition. Like Gimli has a lot of one-liners that aren't like didn't make the theatrical cut. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yes, we we're up to the point of Helm's Deep, and I'm interested Ooh. to see if Helm's Deep gets fleshed out at all. So yeah, extended Ooh. editions. I've got to say, for the first time, watching them, really enjoying the experience. But I think you need to pick and choose your battles, right? Because no one's ever going to sit down and be like, um, should we, uh, should, uh, should we put the extended edition on? Like it's four, all the films are at least four hours. You know, if you want to sit down and watch even just Fellowship as it's theatrical cut, you know, you're sitting down for something. But if you're ready to, to watch it over a week or two weeks, extended's the way to go, I reckon. Um, nice. And then the other thing I've been watching is what I mentioned a few weeks ago. It is Joseph Gordon-Levitt's apple tv original tv show that came out on friday mr corman um yeah super exciting that the show's out as i said in uh previous episodes show that uh much of which was filmed in wellington i didn't learn until listening to a podcast that joseph uh was on recently 
that they filmed most of the first three episodes in LA and then they had to, you know, the whole thing got shut down and then they decided to try and find film it in New Zealand and they actually rewrote some of the script because it's very, very real. Like it's a show just mm. about mm. real people and what some people would describe as kind of boring stuff. Um, you know, actual life. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, uh, there were definitely bits in the... So the first two episodes are out now, and then it's a weekly release. I think that's become Apple's sort of go-to way of rolling out. Drop two and then release the rest yeah. weekly. Yeah. I like I like that, to be honest. Yeah. I think it gives you enough for an audience member to be like, yeah, okay, I'm in this now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I've seen the first two episodes. Uh, there were elements of the first two episodes that I was involved in making. Um, so that was exciting. Uh, again, that's perhaps a wider topic for another another time because <laughs> yes, 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 you know yes. we're not on this episode but at some point i'd like to go into the making of that show and maybe that's Heck something yeah. we do within the next few weeks uh, oh, or maybe yeah. we wait for the whole show to be out yeah that's a good idea that's a good idea and we go for uh it. but it was exciting because there were elements of those episodes that i was like oh yeah i remember this and i remember <laughs> this and cool um Sick. the first episode i will admit is quite slow in the sense that it's very much a pilot and i know there's gonna be lots of people who watch that first episode and never watch the rest of the season which is a shame because the second episode is really really good and Mm. i don't think it's a a massive spoiler to say that it deals with uh anxiety and stress and it's quite stylistic in the way that it shows uh the the protagonist uh what's his name josh corman joseph gordon josh corman uh the way that it shows josh corman the protagonist dealing with his first uh and uh, first the first time he's ever had anxiety attacks and panic attacks it's yep. really really good so i do encourage people to watch it um obviously i've only seen the first episode so i can't tell you how how much better it, it gets uh <laughs> but yeah go and watch it if nothing else because i was involved in making that show in a little tiny amount um so i'm excited to see to see more and as the show continues to roll out if there's anything particularly exciting i will share it uh but yeah mr Coleman on apple tv and other providers that have apple tv built uh into the streaming service so those are my two main things nice nice some good stuff do you know look, uh, uh, me pers- uh, personally don't know apple tv subscription monthly subscription kind of thing obviously yeah it is but there's also lots of people who have it free because there's lots of packages when you buy apple devices the apple tv comes uh you know you get three months of apple tv free for that uh but they do also have free trials as with most of the streaming services the classic like month free trial situation so oh yeah yeah. yeah, if you want to do a month free trial specifically to watch the show or you know apple's also rolling out the season of shows at the same time so ted lasso season two is being rolled out as well as other uh some other shows you know maybe you wait for a few more weeks and and then do do the month so everything everything is out um, yeah, because there's I, Billy Billy Eilish has a doco on Apple TV as well that I'd like to watch. Yeah, if you want to do the free trial thing, you've got to sort of get all your all your ducks in a row. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I believe it's it's very similar to to Netflix yeah. and Hulu nice. and its subscription model. But yeah, I know lots of people have it through Apple um, devices that that see. Have been I have I have a Mac and an iPhone, and I haven't heard or seen anything of this. Oh, Where's well. my free perks? Yeah. Yeah, you should have. I am, I am top consumer. You should have, you should have been more hardball when you went in and you're like, well, what can you offer me? And they'd be like, oh, what we'll can, give you a year of Apple TV. Me? Yeah. Well, now you know. I don't know how new, how new that is as a, as a thing. Um, but yeah, Mr. Gorman, Apple TV. Uh, and it'll be interesting. I haven't actually looked into whether it's on any New Zealand streaming services yeah i might have a hunt like neon or whatever because i know yeah, apple tv has a relationship with with some of them okay. um i'll have a look see i'll see if i can find anything but yeah those are those are my two little two little things a week matt's matt's given us three so that's five no excuses if you're sitting in front of your your tv or your laptop not not quite knowing what to what to watch because we've just given you five absolute doozies a film in the cinemas films on screen uh reality tv show reality tv show too and then drama <laughs> comedy don't say that we don't bring diversity 
of entertainment to the show because we've just we've just shown that we do <laughs> plenty 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 um how have you been enjoying your beverage for the week sir yeah look i, I i've got to be i got to be pretty guilty in the sense of i've really been enjoying this like guilty I why de- is that guilty well because like I, it's a like it's a pale ale oh i see you know, but it's it's a hazy pale ale, and that really is like what it what it tastes like. Pale ale is obviously can sometimes be seen as you know kind of bland, boring. You know, it's pale. Uh, it's a pale ale. It, it, it's in the name. Pale ale is um, a pale with, ale. Yep. But with this with this hazy aspect to it, it really just it makes it more enjoyable from the very first sip kind of thing. But then it. It doesn't link like it doesn't linger with all of the hops and malts and it like um with like double IPAs and things like that, which I like. But I really enjoy this in the sense of I get initial hit of hazy and then it's kind of just like a kind of weak beer behind it. But it's actually been very enjoyable. So I can understand that if you want a two point five percent beer where you can kind of just enjoy it for what it is and not get too crazy with all the aromas and malts and things. It's actually very nice. Um, so I really do rate this, um, which is very surprising for me because I love my hoppy things. But this is very, very chill, very mellow, but effective in the way that it does that. Nice. Have you given me a score? I Sorry, I didn't mean to it. rush you. you look, uh, it seemed like you no, 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 no. That's no, no. You're right. I, I had uh, <laughs> my score is. Hold on, I, I'll actually finish it with this last goal. That's right. While he's sipping, I'll say, don't forget to check out Matt's carbs on his Instagram. Um, that was the point of this week's episode. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, you know what? I'm going to give this a solid eight. Interesting. Interesting. Because I, I've actually very much enjoyed this as simple and a change as it was i'm gonna give it an eight so Mm. i've surprised myself with this one i thought you were gonna give it a higher score to be honest based on did you yeah 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 i really interpreted your "Mm -mm, didn't think i'd enjoy it didn't think i'd enjoy it i thought you were gonna go somewhere slightly higher but hey an eight is still 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 a really good score still very good Um, we are very generous score givers well I don't know. I think we've been pretty fair. I mean, to go to go through really quickly, the scores that I've given over the last 14 weeks, not attached to the beers in particular, but 6. 7, 8. 4, 7. 2, 8. 1, 7. 3, 7. 5, 7. 8, 7.6, 8.3, 8.4, 8.8, 7.5, 7.9, 8.4. So really clustered. But Other than that one, one 6.7, everything has been from 7.1 up to 8.8. So... You know, it's definitely in the area. Yeah. Um, today's beer, the Juice Head Mind Funk Tropical Sour Ale, I've got to say is the best sour I've had thus far on the wow. show. Nice. Good find. And what makes it better than both the White Mischief by Garage Project that got an 8.4 and last week's Saison du Nectar Sour, um, which also got an 8.4, is ironically, it's kind of sweeter than the other mm. ones it's mm. definitely a sour like it's cl- it's a sour beer but it also has a really nice sweetness in the same way that you know if you're eating a sour lolly you want there to be a sweetness there because yep. if you're just having yep. sour you're just sour. having citric acid that's all it yep. is and what's really nice about this is the balance of sweet and sour is as i'd say quite complex mm. and there's also this weird kind of coconutty note like a you know how if i said you coconut you don't think sweet or sour right it's almost kind of in the it's in its own like vanilla blandy yeah 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 yeah, yeah. bland not being a great word but no um but i know what you mean but there's a a sort of solid interesting note behind it that i can't quite quite put my finger in but yeah i've got to say if you're a sour drinker juice heads mind funk is really good and i'm gonna give it a score of 8.7. Nice. 3.3 3 above the other two sours. 0.3 above the other two sours. And my second highest score behind the Parrot Dog Bird's Eye Hazy, which of course got 8.8 back in week 11. Um, nice. So something to aspire to. Yet to have one in the nines on my end of things. But yeah, 15 weeks in, that takes us to $60 in our prize pack. 
Oh my uh, gosh. You know, it's it's rising. And what we should say, you know, before we finish off, is next week, uh, the boys are back together again. I am taking whoop, whoop. a trip to Auckland. Uh, we'll whoop, be doing Brulette in person. Uh, whoop, so get excited for for yet another uh, Brulette where we can actually have a, a in-person aluminium canned cheers. I'm excited, okay. man. It'll be nice to see you. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, no. It'd be nice to have you in my neck of the woods. Got a few things planned. Yep. Uh, I'm going to come into you your out. show rehearsals and, yeah, and just come really, really dust some stuff up and, and really put a cat amongst the pigeons. Horrible, horrible, horrible. Change it all. <laughs> Change it all. Fire her. You're okay. <laughs> uh, but no, nah, nah, I'm, I'm stoked for next week, man. I'm stoked for next week. Uh, it'll be nice to have you in my fare for a few nights. Um, and yeah, we'll just... Uh, take auckland uh we'll just take it take it by the i was gonna say take it by the ponytail but that's a bad that's a bad john key joke sorry yeah what a complicated place to end the show yeah my head's been very weird lately uh as you can tell tell from my question uh you're rehearsing a little too hard man yeah, my, we need to have a little chat after. My brain is firing from multiverse from to multiverse, uh, actually. So, oh, you know what? That's another thing that I watched this week. Just really quickly, there's a new What If series that Marvel's just released, um, and it's based on the everything that's happened in the Marvel universe we've seen, um, but asking the question, what if? So the first episode is what if Peggy Carter uh, was Captain America. So instead of getting the Captain America that we got, uh, it's Peggy Carter, who was Captain Carter. So it's this whole new animated series on Disney+. Plus. First episode, amazing. Looking forward to the rest of them. Forgot about that one. Add it to the list. Nice. little bonus to end off there. Uh, we should call it quits because we're getting dangerously long. Oh, on what dangerously we too long a, for a weekly As brew. a sort of a short snippet of the week. But thanks for this week, man. Uh, Thank I look you. forward to seeing you up in, up in the city of sales uh, yes. next week. Some nice weather would be much appreciated if you could arrange that for me. Thank you. Of course. Yep. I'll get um, on to him right away. Yeah. Yeah. Any last thoughts before we sign off? No, no. But uh, thank you uh, for look. We really dived into a lot of things this week. We managed to get a lot of content in fifty minutes. Um, so I just thank you for once again sitting down with me and uh, talking, talking the gab. Gab, 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 gab. Nice one, man. Thank you for another week. That was the seventh weekly brew. Uh, we are the Bros and Brews podcast. And Matt, all that's left to be said is we will see you next time. Peace. Peace.